Hello everyone. I normally start this off as what's up vibe tribe, but with the title that I'm going to use on my podcast, I think it's going to get a lot of attention. Those who don't know me, my name is Eric Kaiser and this podcast has now been around for you know almost 2 years. Um it started out as motivated to millions. You know, when I first heard about the subconscious mind, I knew there was there were some changes happening in my life. And I had already went through an awakening, but I didn't know what it was. And I thought I was going crazy. Um, I moved my family to Florida. I started um, doing digital marketing. So all the things that you hear in awakening, I really got to experience and I'm doing the podcast like this tonight because out of the shadows is going to wake a lot of people up. This documentary is powerful. It's something that was put together very, very well. Um, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful documentary for making people aware of a lot of things going on on this planet. That you don't realize until you see it. And then you start asking yourself the questions. You know, what do I believe? What What's the point of all this? So we really are just hamsters. Well, it's kind of like an ecosystem, you know. It's kind of like how oblivious we are as humans to all the other living things around us. But there's life, right? just like there's another whole entire life form going on and it's some dark, dark stuff. I don't like to sit in that stuff. I knew about it years ago. You know, my awakening, for those who don't know me, took me down a content trail. Most of my downloads came from content and I believe that we all hear things differently. That's my belief. I believe all of our awakenings are totally different. Um, I believe all our realities are kind of different, and there's timelines. And I look at the awakening as because there are some people who are on my Facebook who I'm kind of like friends with now that listen to the podcast. And, um, you know, I'm glad that they're a part of my experience. And I always talk about visiting people and high-fiving people because I'm going to, because people got to witness my transformation from start to finish. You know, I used to be a really rough guy. I spent most of my life partying, having fun. Um, I got married, and I met my match. Uh, my wife was from a lot darker stuff than I was from. You know, I came from an alcoholic dad. Um, parents didn't get along. They didn't know how to communicate. I didn't understand programming yet, which you probably do not either if you're just finding this now, which that's the reason why I'm doing this episode right now. I feel like I'm going to get a lot of new listeners with what's going on in the world right now. So my program, I, I didn't communicate well. Um, you know, even during my, my change, during my shift, during my awakening, after I had my kundalini, and just so you know, kundalini is energy that comes barreling up your, your root chakra into your, your pineal gland and... You know, mine happened right as I thought about taking my life. Um, very traumatic. I lost my mother to cancer. My marriage was horrible. My wife 
pretty much made me feel like she wanted me dead. So it was the last night I ever drank. I thought about putting a bullet in my head, and sometimes I think I pulled the trigger. And since death is illusion, this is just another dimension, and the game goes on. Who knows? I'm not going to stick the gun in my mouth again because I'm over that part. I'm far enough into this thing to know that we do create our reality. People who have been following me have pretty much seen me create some pretty amazing things. Pretty much listen to me not live with any fear at all. And pretty much just listen to a guy who had a lot of freedom, right? I mean, I was doing this podcast on bicycle rides and through the woods. And, you know, I was always out and about. And if you're going to follow me, I am never going to be well put together on this thing. I even thought about starting a new one. And I was like, you know what? No, I want to be me. And this is me, right? I don't want this to be, you know, this is just where I come to let it out. And I love it. And if you're awakening, you're probably probably pretty confused right now. I know I was. Remember when I first started going through it, um, I would walk into Hendrix. I had a dealership account, and I would ask the guys, like, what's the point? You know, they're like 60, 65, overweight, sitting behind a desk. I'm like, you've been here for how many years? And I'm like, what What did you achieve in your life? You know, and I was just like, and and and, and you're okay. Like, you're okay with this? You're okay with retiring out of here? And, and you know, his dream was, you know, that's when all the prepping shows were on, and I'm going to be a prepper. I'm like, I didn't say it to him, but, you know, you're 75 pounds overweight. You know, um, shit happens, you know, and I don't think people look at life the correct way. And it was really boggling my mind back then because I didn't want to do it that way anymore. After I had my Kundalini, I knew things changed. Like once I got sober, I started getting just almost visions, right? Because I wasn't meditating yet. I didn't know what an awakening was yet. But content was calling my name. I remember seeing a video of this guy called Rollo on YouTube or somebody interviewed him. He was just some guy who rollerbladed every day in San Francisco. And he was awake. <laughs> I, you know, they didn't come off like that. He came off like he made the right decisions. But I could tell that there was something different about him. And then Jesse Elder, I caught one of his Facebook ads, and it made sense that there's no past, there's no future, there's just now. And that really stuck with me. And, you know, my process just started to unfold. I started doing things I never did before. I invested $3,000 into a digital marketing affiliate program and really had no idea what the hell I was doing. I just really liked the guy who got me involved. (laughs) And, you know, he was my so-called coach. Really, he was just a really good sales guy. And my process was cool because I got to see how you can manifest by just thinking about something and how your life can shift by just changing your thoughts. Because I literally just thought about meeting that dude and hanging out with that dude in Florida because I lived in Florida before and I missed it and I really wanted to go back. And I wanted to take my wife there because our marriage was so horrible and I thought it would reset it because I didn't know what was going on. And basically, so you know, when you're, when you're awakening, your vibration is rising. You're starting to become a better human being. And most of us don't realize that, you know, our programs is, as children, our public schools, our teachers, 
our environment, our friends, all that self sculpts us into whom we become. And my program was very, very rough. I, I was in a very rough neighborhood and you had a fight. And, you know, in my early 20s, I started doing steroids and I put on a lot of muscle. So the little guy I was now had some, some back to him. He had beef. And, you know, I'm not going to lie, it felt good to have that beef because as a little guy, I took a lot of whoopings. But I never backed down, and I had a lot of respect. So when I got big, people already knew I already had that attitude. So it made life a little bit easier, and I really wasn't a bad guy. I didn't really like fighting. I just really got put in them situations because of the program I had. came from a very toxic father who liked to talk a lot of trash, so... I was a trash talker. And you know, when you realize how it all works and that's where your mind is all the time, you're going to find yourself in a lot of fights. If you think about fights, you're going to be in fights. If you think about love, you're going to be in love. If you think about peace, you're going to be in peace. Um, but when your program is that deep, because you have to understand, it happens from the age of zero to seven. You get downloaded with information and that your subconscious mind is really what's running the show. Only 5% of the day, your, your conscious mind, you yourself, is really running the show because what happens is the second that you go into the future or the past, which we all do, you're out of the conscious mind. Now your subconscious kicks in the program because just like driving a car, when you go to yourself like, holy shit, I just drove like 20 miles. I don't even remember it. You don't have to. Your subconscious mind is driving a car. You've done it so many times. It's such a ritual that you could do it without even being present which is kind of scary, but it's true. So if you're hearing my podcast and you're waking up, congratulations. It's a beautiful thing. I believe how it works is we're all like little computers and we can have new software put in. And for me, mine was content, kind of like you're listening to me. Mine was other teachers. And, you know, I just kept following the content and going down a rabbit hole deeper and deeper and deeper. Now, you could take my my road. Um, I don't know what you feel like your life purpose is. For me, I remember I affirmed it, and I almost like I can almost picture the same night and what I was thinking. But I got to the point because I was giving my wife a stay at home life, and she just wasn't she wasn't very good at it, and it was caused a lot of issues. And I don't mean to sound like a man when I say she wasn't good at it because I love her. We're still like, we're still friends. Um, we're separated, but we're still friends. And I'll get into that later. But she was going through a lot of just depression. My my ex lives in a in a story still to this day because she was molested. She had she had a rough childhood. She had a rough program. And I'm trying to work her through that so she sees it, so she can let go of it. Because as people, we get stuck in a story. I was stuck in my story for a long time about the alcoholic dad and boo-hoo-hoo, this is why, you know, I got bad credit and I've been in jail so many times and, you know, I was a badass. You know, a lot of DUIs, just a lot of dumb stuff. I ran the party scene for a long time, always in the club scene. But, um, you know, we, we change. And... I certainly did, and that's the beautiful thing, because basically, I made the conscious decision that I was going to be a parent, right? I had other kids that were taken out of my life, not for anything bad, just for child support, for the system, right? 
and I can break all that down to you too. Anybody who decides to hire me as a coach, um, I could take you deep into the, every single program. So that way you could see, like, if you have them X's that you swear you hate, the guts out of them, I can show you how you don't need to, how you really need to love them. Because the problem with the system is the system is designed to keep you where you're at, stuck in poverty, stuck in misery, stuck on the hamster wheel, stuck just being who we are. And I figured out that we could break the program, right? Now, right now, we're dealing with coronavirus. And when you hear where I'm at in my life, it's going to be like almost like I created the coronavirus in my reality. And I almost feel like I did because I'm not afraid of it. I still go outside every day. I have two young kids. We go to parks. All the parks are closed. They touch stuff. They stick their fingers in my face and my mouth. And my I don't care. Coronavirus is a belief. It's not a belief in my reality. I also do not believe anything that the mainstream media puts out. And if you watch the documentary that you can find in the description, then you'll see why. Um, because we've all been programmed, right? That's what the 1% figured out. Um, the really dark forces that really run this world. And unfortunately, a lot of our government was corrupt to it. And thank God that we got a president in there who, you know, I think Trump looked at life and said, you know, JFK is always remembered, Martin Luther King, Abraham Lincoln, George Washington, right? all these people are always talked about, and then you have all this string of presidents that nobody gives a shit about. And I think Trump said, you know what, I want to leave a legacy. He's a billionaire, you know. Trump could have went the dark way, and thank God for us that he did not. Because a lot of the stuff that you see in that, that documentary is taking place right now, and a lot of it's falling apart. We're moving into a new 5,000-year life cycle, and it's going to be love. It's all love. That's the reason why so many people are waking up. That's the reason why this podcast, if you find it, this is why you found it. And sorry, I'm getting Facebook things. I don't know what it is, but, but that's why you found it, and it's a beautiful thing that you found it, and what you're about to go through is beautiful. And the quicker you surrender to it, the quicker it'll move. I believe Maya moved a lot faster than most people. Um, but my life set me up in a way that it could move fast. That digital marketing job really gave me an opportunity to go down a rabbit hole because I was in front of a computer all day, so all I did was listen to content. And that got me addicted. So all my free time, when I didn't have my kids because I'm a 50% father, and um, all my free time, I listened to content. So my average content intake a day was 6 to 10 hours a day. And I did that for over a year. So when I tell you I was a sponge and I learned everything that you could learn, every spiritual book, every neuroscience book, every sales book, every success book, every personal development book, I, I, there's not many that I didn't listen to. I listened to books on nonprofits. I listened to books on coaching. I listened to books in every genre that you could imagine if it was about life and how to fix people and how to make people better and happy. And today I am a health and wellness coach, but I'm deep. So I tend not to like to get into the, into the personal stuff. I'd rather get people healthy because I know if I get you healthy, 
the rest of it follows. And then, you know, a lot of times your teacher will come to you. Um, I've had some amazing spirits come into my life that have taught me amazing things that reminded me whom I was and that I am a creator. You know, when somebody says to you, when did you forget your God? That's powerful, right? And when you have people talk to you who talk like they're God, that's powerful. And it's just an experience. It's an experience that you're creating because you're trying to get to your higher self. You know, and it's not just about money, right? When it's ego-driven, it's all about the money. It's about the, the things that you want to possess. When you get there from your soul, I still believe that a lot of it is an illusion, right? I believe abundance. I believe that we get to have whatever we want, go wherever we want. If we want a nice car, we get it. If we want a nice house, we get it. If we want to travel, we get it. But we also give it and give it and give it and give it. And I think that's the difference between wealthy people and abundant people. You know, I think there's a lot of world wealth, right? And a lot of it's evil. If you notice, a lot of the top CEOs step down because they're all wrapped up in that. They didn't step down. They stepped out, I should say. A lot of entities are going to just disappear from this planet. It's not going to make sense to the masses. And more and more people are going to wake up. And you have to understand that a lot of people are going to wake up right now for the simple fact that scared shitless, you know, um, when you're looking at life and you realize that everything you just worked for could be taken away, that's a, wow, that's a, that's a hard thing to do, right? Imagine that you wake up and put on your shoes every single day, the same exact way you brush your teeth, you run out the door, you sit in the traffic to go get this money to pay these bills, to get this this stuff that we're so programmed to thinking that we need because when you realize what's really going on, you're so screwed. Um, and then to lose it all, that's an ass kicker. That's going to kick a lot of people in the face like a donkey. Like, no kidding. Like, that's a hard one. And um, even for spiritual people. You know, I'm having a lot of spiritual people in my circle who are really worried about this check and you know, and I'm like, listen, you're not understanding how this works. This is time to really have faith in God. And I want everybody to listen to this. Anybody can say they believe in God, right? To be in the spirit world, you have to understand that you're controlling it all. And that you could just step away and have everything that you need come to you. From whatever angle it comes. You just have to have faith that will come and it will. You know, for people who follow my podcast, they've, they've listened to me go through evictions like nothing was happening and knowing that I was stepping to something better and I've done better every single time. And I filled out new leases with, with, with like this stuff on my, see, it's supposed to be on my record, right? But universal. Once you submit to God, you can bend reality. And I try to explain that to spiritual people. You can really bend your timeline, because you showed God, like you shown God, like, look, I believe, and I did, I straight up put my hands in the air and said, God, and what happened was I lost my cushy digital marketing job, I got myself fired with my mind, just by thinking about it, I was testing and playing the game, everything I was learning, I was applying, 
And I got myself taken out of that job. And being in Georgia, no car, living in a town that I didn't know anybody, being on a social platform that I cut every single human being out of my life because of negative energy, I was, for the first time in my life, stranded with no idea how I was going to make money. But I took one step back because I wasn't really prepared to be a life coach at that present moment. And I was still a window tinner. So I let that manifest. And sure enough, very quickly, it didn't manifest where I could always be ahead and feel comfortable like I used to in the past. Even though I was always stressed out in the past and had anxiety and just really wanted to hang myself. I had everything I needed and I was happy. There was times I was washing my clothes and hanging them on, on a fishing line in my, in my apartment. And I didn't care. The old me would have flipped, but the new me, I got it. I understood what was happening, but I, I, was, I understood that God was giving me my freedom to learn, to go deeper and deeper and deeper so I could get to where I'm at now so I could really teach people because that's the hard part. See, a lot of coaches, yeah, you can go to a coach who's already making money and very successful, and it looks like that they know what they're doing. But it's out of a playbook because they already had a loan or, you know, it was very easy to transition. For me, I started with nothing, zero. I had to go through the surrender process. I had to go through fear. Like, I had to get rid of all of it, and I did it, and I did it very successfully. And that's what you have to understand if you're truly going to awaken. Because I know people who know the content, who still have their jobs at Red Bull, and have nice boats, and all this stuff, and they won't just walk out of that job even though the product that they sell kills people. To me, that's not awake. You could be aware, but that's not awake. To truly awaken, to truly step into your higher power, to truly live the life of desire, to truly be able to travel the world and make money by coaching people, or, you know, throwing seminars, or or speaking, or, you know, yoga retreats, or there's so many things that you can do once you connect yourself to this positive energy. We all have our own purpose. You might be an entertainer, like you could be an entertainer. Um, you might be a singer, like, it's not bad, like, if you watch that documentary, I don't want everybody to think that everybody in the industry is bad, but if you want to be a top dog in the industry, once they smelled you, they were trying to get you, as you'll see in the documentary, Out of Shadows. But this is kind of long. I don't want to like just kill you the first time and give you everything. But if you're looking for somebody really, really deep to work with and you are waking up, there's not a life situation that you have went through that I have not. I have beaten it all. And I have gotten over it all. I have manifested myself out of situations with my mind that still to this day, <laughs> now that I know how it all works, I get it. And I'm like, wow. Because some of the scariest situations will make you marry the thought to the emotion and think about the feeling of the wish fulfilled. And, you know, I'm to that point now. You know, I'm like right now, if you're catching this podcast, I'm like the rocket ship 
that just got the fuel and it's rattling, right? You know, it's like ready to go. And it's about to blast off because, like I said, it's almost like I created coronavirus because I'm a health and wellness coach that really knows his stuff about the immune system and how to get people healthy. And not just that, like my practice that I teach is mind, body, soul. So I take a little bit of everything that I really love and I mix it in. The coaching I don't like to do is I don't like to get one-on-one and just dig through your stuff. I think everybody should deal with their own stuff. I didn't get coached on my stuff. I figured all that shit out myself because I think we all need to do that. I think we all need to figure out the really deep stuff by ourselves. But the diet, the meditation, the self-love, you know, the habits, the behaviors, the mindset, the energy of life, the feng shui, um, the, the chi, like all, I love all that stuff. And it's such a powerful thing to implement into your life. And when you start to get it going, Wow, you could live life with literally nothing and be happy. Like literally. You could just have your needs and be happy. And it's a beautiful thing. And the last 16 months of my life have been so enlightening. And even if I, even as I do this podcast, I feel my heart opening up more and more and more. And just understand, that's what you're doing. You're opening your heart. You're going from a mind into your heart. Your heart is more powerful than your brain. And when you really get into it, nothing in this world will ever bother you because you realize that you're creating and creating and creating. Look at everything on the outside is just a hologram of how you feel on the inside. So for me, there's a coronavirus, but it's not affecting my life at all. My life has not changed. I don't live in an area where anybody's like really super freaking out. Atlanta Beltline is still open. I still ride my bike every day. I go downtown. I talk to cops. Like it's um it's eye-opening to me because I know who's creating it. I am. And um if you're listening to this and you're like, what the hell? I haven't been out in twenty something days, go look in the mirror and ask yourself who you are right now. Where are you at in your life? Do you argue with your wife? Do you gossip? Are all your friends toxic? Do you drink a lot? Do you smoke cigarettes? Do you eat processed foods? Um, If you're answering yes to any of them, that's the reason why you're having that outer experience. That's the reason why you're afraid of coronavirus, and I'm not. And um, that's where we need to get you. Because moving into the future, the next timeline, everyone needs to awaken. Everybody needs to get to this headspace. If you're not in this headspace, you're going to have a really hard time maneuvering through life. You know, you have to look at the times coming as there's going to be two realities in front of us. There's going to be a bunch of aware people who are in love and run around like almost hippies did in the 60s and 70s. And then you're going to have miserable ass people who are who are living an experience that's like the Great Depression. And you're going to have to understand that our realities are going to separate and you're not going to really see us and we're not going to see you. And that's just the way it works. It works that way today. Like, sorry to say it, but it's almost like an awakening is a graduation. That once you wake up, you go through your process. And everybody listening to this, you're just part of my process. 
That's it. I'm not even a part of yours because I don't know who's, who's listening. But then you'll have a group of people, a part of your process, like your holograms that you're creating. And that's how it works, baby. <laughs> and you just go deeper and deeper and deeper until you create a coronavirus and you step into a pandemic and a bunch of people around you are waking up and you become one of the top health and wellness coaches. You go and speak on Mind Valley stage. You start throwing retreats in Mexico with your buddy Boz and you just help people. And then you start water fluoride free. You start taking fluoride out of water. You help people some more. You help people some more. You help people some more. Everything in your life now when you think about business and purpose, it has to be aligned to helping. Don't do anything that doesn't help other people. Don't do anything that has a negative carbon footprint on the planet. Don't even think about it. It won't work. I don't care what you throw at it. It will fail. Or you'll just be miserable. Remember, you're chasing after happiness at the end of the day. That's how my process got started. I asked myself, what's going to make you happy? And my answer was traveling with my kids, being with my kids. At the time, it was being with my wife, getting her healthy. Now, I'll fill you in on a little bit of that so you understand this all works. And it is just you controlling it. When me and my wife got back to Georgia, and keep in mind, our marriage was toxic. Like, taking the kids, you're taking the kids, I'm taking the kids, screw you, you suck, you suck, you back and forth all the time. I had every reason as a man to be a dickhead, right? But when we got back to Georgia, I went right to a motel. I gave her everything, everything. I didn't want anything. I didn't want any remembrance of the relationship. I moved into a motel and right away she started. Call me Disney dad because I wouldn't take my kids because I was trying to get my ass out of that motel through digital marketing. And watching kids and trying to make calls inside a hotel room wasn't really the easiest thing. But I did take my kids 10 days out of 26 days. I got myself out of that motel in 26 days. And I did that with love. I led the situation with love. And within not even a month of being home, she was already moved into another guy's house with both of my children. And I met the guy and I shook his hand and I knew he was a meth head. And I knew he was bad. And I could feel him because... At some point, you might already be there. You can feel other people's energy. You can tell whom they are. And I led the whole entire situation with love. I knew that God would not let anything bad happen to my children because at the end of the day, you are God and you're not going to let your loved ones be hurt. But you're healing. And as you're healing them wounds, them old programs, you're testing yourself. So my ex was just, a version of my reality that I put in front of myself to test myself, to make myself a better person, to make myself forgive deeper. Because forgiveness is the greatest, greatest gift that we have. And I forgave her, and I forgave her, and any time she fell down, I offered her a place to stay, even though she would kick me right in the face again, and just keep doing what she was doing, and cuss me out. And I went through it all. But I loved her, and I loved her some more, and I loved her some more, because I had children with her. When you understand the system, you do not involve your family into the system. Because once you're into that system, you create negative tensions. Once you create those negative tensions, you will never step into your purpose, you will never step into the vortex, and you will never live the grand experience. And that's how it works, people. But to this day, she's waking up right now as I make this podcast. We're talking about moving out of Georgia, 
being friends, going somewhere, building something together. And I just want to give her freedom. I honestly want to support my ex right now and build a kick-ass coaching practice so I can give her a lifestyle so she can bond with my kids and have the freaking experience that I had got to have this whole last year because it was that effing amazing. And I know what my guidance is. She can step into that. And she can watch miracles happen. And she can manifest $8,500. And she can pick up gift cards with people. If this is your first episode, boy, oh boy. Go back through. Listen to what I've been through. It's not the greatest quality. But you'll learn and you'll learn and you'll learn. But if this is your first episode because of the headline, because of the description, welcome. Kaiser. I was going to even change my name, but you know, our name doesn't make whom we are. Who we believe we are makes who we are. And I believe I'm a really good person and I have a lot to give people. So welcome. I love you. I tell everybody I love you. I mean that. If you want to, you can add me on Facebook, Eric, new you guru, N-E-W-U-G-U-R-U. And, uh, you know, let's learn together.